welcome back to the random horror show i'm your host kc lacy thank you for listening you have really cheap, cheap taste in podcast listening and i know why because you're listening to me and here at the random horror show where we randomly film commentate on horror science fiction fantasy cult classics and the obscure in television movies and books did y'all wish Bruce Campbell a happy birthday? I did. I like post up with him. It's actually like a little pop. Little dolls. I love those little pop dolls and stuff. And I post them up on Instagram. And of course you can follow me. You can drop a line or comment. Um, I'm also on Facebook at The Random Horror Show. You can find me there too. And I told everyone, yes, everybody was like literally, literally like telling Bruce Campbell happy birthday. His birthday was on the 22nd. So that is like so neat. But we are still on our Bruce Campbell month. And tonight's podcast, we are talking about Evil Dead 2. And this is the movie that has got me to be the biggest Bruce Campbell fan I know there's a lot of people that are big huge Bruce Campbell fans Um, but this movie when I watched it I was 16 years old in high school back in the mid 90s and got Evil Dead of course I was scared of the cover I was like I'm gonna brave it out and popped it in the in the, in the VCR, you're talking about giggles, laughs, scares, and everything else with this movie. Man, I'm serious. I was just like, man, Evil Dead is the bomb. I mean, I went back to school and I was like, man, did y'all see Evil Dead? Did y'all see Evil Dead? Y'all watched Evil Dead? I mean, come on now. I mean, what was, like, if you asked me back then, what was, like, the whole appeal to like Evil Dead 2, I would tell you the guy who played Ash. And like he 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 fine, man, he good looking. You know, he's hot. You know, just like a typical moody, sorta of gothy, skateboardery, you know, teenager would tell you that. And then of course the horror aspect being um having a love for the horror genre. And shit, that's like it, man. I, I mean, I would have told you that when I was 16 years old. Now, right now, I would say about the same thing with why I still uh, love Evil Dead. But I will go into it and saying like, look, Ash is just like a regular guy. A guy that you see at the grocery store, at the gas station, driving a truck, Pupwood hauler truck. Uh, at Lowe's, Walmart, any guy that you see in your neighborhood, the one that's like mowing the yard, he waves at you, hey, like that dude out there, you know, on the tractor and stuff. Ash was like the symbol of like heroism, but he was just a regular dude. It wasn't like anything that he has superpowers. It wasn't that, like, he, you know, just, like, just 
obtain like something he like relied on his wits and quick thinking and everything else to get himself out of that situation and stuff and fight fight for your life but that's what made uh bruce campbell like so so dramatically popular i mean even throughout and of course i'm just gonna say man i don't know if it's like in a universe or something or or whatever but evil dead 2 was released on my birthday i was nine years old when when evil dead 2 was released so seven years later magical seven it, it was waiting for me. It was waiting for me like, yes, you must pick up the Evil Dead 2 and, and watch. So, isn't it so cool that, like, the first, like, movie of Bruce Campbell that you just fell in love and you just became a deadite and you, you know, and you just love the shit out of this actor, that this movie was released on your birthday. I was like, man, if that's not like some magical ass wind chimes and spirituality, you know, we're going to be saging shit and using up crystals. I don't know what to tell you right there. It sounds, you know, you may say, oh, that's pretty coincidental and stuff. But like, but I kind of find it a little, a little bit coincidental, but like also cool at the same time too. I mean, damn, that's pretty neat. I, I, I was like, that is the neatest shit I ever found that this movie was released on my birthday. But of course, with the first movie, it was banned in Singapore, Finland due to its gore and its graphic content. Um, this was the same thing too, what Sam Raimi did. He rebooted Ashley Williams that was in the first Evil Dead he was just a regular character and Sam was like you know what we're gonna work this brilliance right there so he brought back you know Ashley Williams and of course like Sam and Bruce Campbell have always been like friends like friends forever you know what I'm saying they just like played hopscotch and you know jacks and stuff like that you know what i'm saying so like that was his boy and he was like you know what i'm gonna like continue on with this movie and he was like you know i know they was like sitting there thinking like what can we do you know they, they're midwestern and shit you know what i'm saying they're just like what can how are we gonna write this character how what are we gonna do with this character you know how are we gonna bring this character back from the first movie um to like where he is he is going to be insanely like insanely the hero like he was just an unknown hero like we, and they got it they like you know we're just gonna take him as this regular ass dude you know in his raggedy ass car you know he got a pretty ass girlfriend and we're gonna unleash the book of the dead again to continue on with this story and we are just we're gonna throw no punches and that's what they did with um ashley williams and in the sequel to evil dead and i'm just gonna say that like it really gained so much popularity 
it has been I mean I went to a club in Austin years back and I seen Evil Dead like playing on the flat screens and stuff so I mean this is a really popular cult fan favorite movie and of course this is one of my um top 10 horror movies of all time and you know I mean what can you say it actually catapulted Bruce Campbell into like this just this stardom of like the B movies and stuff and to me he's to me he's more of an A-list actor and I think like you know just because he do B movies and you know he does like cameo appearances like on Spider-Man and of course he was in Sky High with Kirk Russell um, he did a really, really great um, film with the late Ozzie Davis um, called Bubba Hotep. Bubba Hotep is actually filmed um, around East Texas. I believe it was in Hemp Hill or whatever. Um, I have a little story with that, too. And uh, that's going to be one of our next um, Bruce Campbell movies that we're going to be um, covering and stuff. But he oh man Bubba Hotep is that's that was that was one of the top like, that was a top film right there that like I'm I'm serious like evil like army of darkness all of that and then Bubba Hotep talking about classic those are some classic ass Bruce Campbell movies though they really are and there's there's a lot more too but with evil dead you know we continue on with the cabin in the woods you know, this time we have Ash and his girlfriend Linda. They're going to the cabin to get some nookie, have like a really like no barred, like sexy, you know, we're going to get done with, the, you know, we're going to do the business all this weekend and stuff before we go back to our regular lives and stuff. Uh, you know, he, Ash pops on the, the recorder, which you know, the incantation of, like, the evil that the professor was reading and stuff, and here we go again, you know, uh, we see a lot, a lot of, like, so many, like, just the gore factor, the blood splatters, I mean, everything, like I said, they hold no bars with this, and this movie was actually, um, unrated, And the reason why it was unrated is because Sam Raimi, like, well, I'm not going to sit there and go through all this crap again with the first movie. So he released it up under Rosebud. Rosebud was a pseudo film company, production company, you know, like, you know, like TriStar Pictures, Columbia and all that stuff. But Rosebud was uh, was fake. It was fake as hell. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it was like a, it was like a perfect catfish <laughs> company production that he used to fly up under the radar. Now, uh, Evil Dead is actually Evil Dead 2 is actually banned. It's on the banned list um, in, um, in, in England because it was because of the gore factor you know how, how it is you know i mean seriously these are some like wild movies and like if it just wasn't for like all three of them sam raimi and then you have bruce campbell as the actor and then you have ted raimi who uh played and put on the suit of you know the dead-eyed henrietta i mean you had to like 
come on man that is like the perfect movie right there and then of course you have like the whole story of book of the dead and blah 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 bobby joe blah 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 he killed his girlfriend blah 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 oh shit and he got stabbed but sit back rocking your rocking chair pour you up some champagne turn on the recorder as we about to head into the second installment of Evil Dead with Evil Dead 2 and we will return after this short break from our sponsor at Anchor FM we are back from our sponsor from anchor fm and tonight's podcast is evil dead 2 and we are going to relive my teenage years of falling in love with evil dead 2 starring bruce campbell and the rest of them actors and of course ted Raimi is in this one he plays henrietta so, we got already into the intro. This intro is, like, so funny because it's talking about the book and stuff like that. Which, uh, the narrator is letting the audience know that, you know, how the book, you know, came about. And it was lost in 13th century. Which opens up, <laughs> pun intended, the portal to go back into the medieval times and of course um the conclusion for it and in army of darkness so dun 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 and i'm gonna tell you this right here if you can hear it but we're gonna like watch it and stuff now i was like tripping out and everything this is like what I like so fell in love with like Ash is because <sighs> oh my god Bruce Cannibal is just so handsome he's so handsome that man just had like the perfect like facial features and everything else I get so tickled like watching them like cross this bridge and stuff of course they're going into the cabin Oh, now this is really where I totally fell in love with Bruce Campbell and stuff. It's when he was playing the piano. And by the way, he actually does play the piano. Now, Linda, I always wanted to... I hope I find the love of my life. And we can cosplay them one day. Now, I will, like, do my hair just like Linda. She had, like, that... That mullet. I remember her hairstyles back in the day. I look just like that. It's like that wavy, permy, mullety, you know, look. It really didn't even give like some sugar and stuff. Why is she doing that? Why are you doing that? Oh, I can tell right now this is a little bit of a goof because like her hair is like combed back. So like they did, did a take and it combed her hair back and stuff. Now it's like all brushed out and shit. I love this part. After all, I'm a man and you're a woman. Just like my last check. <laughs> okay. 
I get so tickled, like, when he says that right there. Oh, oh man. You're a woman. Last time I checked. Bum, bum. Bum, bum. Oh, my gosh. She was, like, so goofy, corny, and so cute when he did that right there. I love when, like, guys just be all off-key trying to, like, say some, like, little ditty or they, like, try to sing. And it's terrible, but it's, like, too cute. As it is anyways but he's going to go get the champagne and of course he's like gonna play the tape recorder and yes pretty much it's his fault <laughs> but the thing with um ash is that when he played the and then the fault ass too. You know what? It kind of like have like a little bit of a theory right there. You know, like how the whole story of Adam and Eve. And you know, he's like, oh look, you know, Adam's like, oh, we must not eat from the forbidden fruit and stuff like that. And he's like, all right, well, 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 well let's get a taste and stuff. And then, of course, like, you know how it goes down in history, like, biblical and everything else, that it was Eve's fault and stuff like that, and she gave some to Adam, and Adam, like, hey, so it's both of their faults. Wow, I just, like, realized that, damn, it was, it was Ash's, like, curiosity to see the tape player, and then it was... Linda's, you know, like, go ahead, play and see what it is. And then he goes ahead and plays it. So it's basically Linda and Ash's fault. Oh my God. But with Ash, he actually, he actually bears the burden of the responsibility of what happened in the cabin, you know, if I was Ash and I seen that tape recorder, do you think I'm going to play it? No, she getting undressed. She going to put on her little night night and stuff. Um, This is a this is a whole weekend of them, you know, uh, blowing backs out and and screaming and moaning and, and flames of passion and, and champagne bottles broken. And, you know, they're supposed to tear up the furniture. They're supposed to uh, have, like, snail trails and shit everywhere. Uh, you know, he, he's supposed to get her pregnant. You know, this is, I mean, this is a whole ass weekend of, like, Ash really unleashing the fury. And, of course, Linda, you know, she gonna do her freak mom. She gonna be freakily, you know, up in here. And, and you know, they just being, why? And then I noticed the resistance. Why is Linda resisting? I know she kind of feels a little odd being in a strange cabin and stuff, but still, she sounds kind of a little boring to me. She's not that exciting. I guess that's the reason why she got killed in the first six minutes of this movie. So anyways, let's play along. Of course, he's listening to the recording of the professor. I'm so dead ass on this shit right here with this 1983 Chevy Bronco uh, uh, blazer and stuff. 
I mean, we're supposed to like have, you know, play along with the imagination that they actually went to this foreign land with these mountains and, you know, the professor and his wife and daughter and an assistant, they found the Book of the Dead and, of course, the scepter. And so he's translating it and she's over there knitting and stuff. It don't even look like it's cold up in there. It looks like it's just hot with this damn fire going and and of course you know he you know he's like blah 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 and then he gonna and then Ash gonna pick up this damn book man I'd be scared of that damn book damn damn that hair is beautiful he has some be- he has some beautiful ass hair damn I just want to run my fingers through it though Estrata here it comes here it comes y'all here it comes it's coming through the woods. Gonna head to the cabin. That damn evil shit. You know what I'm saying? It's got some good ass supersonic ears. Gonna bust through the window. Gonna get Linda. Hold on. Okay, I'm like five minutes into the movie. I'm gonna be sorry with this and everything. Um, correction. Ash did not get any within five minutes of this movie. Not 15, but five minutes. But then he done heard her scream and shit and heard the glass break and stuff. And then he gonna, like, he didn't jump up. Like, oh my God, Linda, are you okay? Like, he didn't go running. He just, like, like you hear someone, like, knock the garbage, like a cat knock the garbage cans or something, like garbage can lid. He like, oh, it's something out there around the garbage cans, like a raccoon or something. That woman is not a raccoon. That's a human being. Anyways, but he jumped up like he had a call or something. Line two, Ash, line two. Okay. So nonchalant, though. Then he gonna walk through like he's scared. That, damn. That man is so... Mm. Then he gonna drop the champagne. Man, you ought to know better than that right there. If it was just you two for the weekend and no damn well ain't nobody around within miles and then you're going to be hollering her name and just walking through the woods. Just like she just carried out the trash or something or she just calling the cat. Here, kitty, 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 kitty. Here, kitty, kitty. Did you get lost? Up, oh, she done got turned. She done got turned. There she goes. She doing that damn crip walking and everything. That old mayonnaise crip walking shit. She's possessed. And then, yo, y'all ever like, y'all ever like think about why there was a shovel right in the middle of the woods? Who has a shovel right in the middle of the woods? Well, he knocked a block off and he's like burying her. Damn. That ground ain't ground that ground is rock <laughs> ain't gonna put that old crooked ass cross and shit <laughs> how is it just a just a random shovel just right there <laughs> and it's like here here's a shovel knock her head off she's demonly possessed that's like how this shit did Alright, Abe coming through. It's almost done. It's knocking down doors. Knocking pictures off your walls. 
You know, we ain't got 25 lotters on our dresser. God dang. There he going through the... Man, when he... Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When he, like, went through them trees, when that shit took him up in the air, and he going through them trees, and them limbs, and them bushes, and, you know, they whooping his ass hard, and he's spinning, spin kick, press B, A, up, left, down, down, diagonal. I had to laugh. Me and my brother just laughed so damn hard because we was just, I mean, because like really like the, the first, the five minutes of the movie, it's its like, ooh, you getting into it. And then when the evil came and just start spinning him around and shit, you know, like Wheel of Fortune and stuff, left, left, right, A, B, you know, press down simultaneously, man, we just fell out laughing. And then my mom came in. She's like, what are y'all laughing at? I thought it was supposed to be scary. My brother was like, man, it is not scary. <laughs> so I mean, we were sitting there cracking up laughing, though. All right, let me get back to it. There you go again. <laughs> Come on now. If you hit your head against the tree, the back of your head, you know your ass got a hematoma. For real. It will be a big-ass Looney Tunes knot like Cardi B knot when Nicki Minaj threw that damn shoe at the mat at her ass. He will have a big-ass Looney Tunes knot hitting that damn pine tree. There you go. We got turned into it. Yeah, Dawn's coming and stuff, so, you know. <sighs> Which, by the way, they really did a good job of, like, the uh, prosthetic makeup um on ash uh it's really cool um i mean you have like all the details of like you know just something dead rotting flesh i mean even you know the hands the eyes i mean it's like really pretty good work and stuff it really is really cool Oh, that little eye shit right there, it kind of reminds me of, like, Life Force. If y'all ever watched Life Force, it's like that movie with, like, the butt-naked-ass, like, space vampires and stuff. Strange movie. Um, It's not a bad movie, but it's not a great movie, but it's intriguing at the same time. But they use, like, a... Life Force came out in 1988, you know, a year um, after evil dead too so huh maybe they use the same you know uh, practical effects you know makeup artists like on you know life force because i see i see that right there so it's pretty interesting whenever you see different people's work on different movies and stuff they might be the same person but it might be different they probably got um inspiration from this all right Damn, the motherfucker crossed his eyes and shit. Oh! <laughs> and he passed out. And then here comes the smoke. And it went back into the leaves and stuff. So he's just going to be laying right there. Laying. I mean, he's, co I mean, he's complete. I mean, he's been through the trees now. You know, we walk through the forest. More like he flew in the forest. And, oh yeah. I fast forward to this part, like, with the... Uh, oh, man. When he was trying to get out. 
and the bridge is like all tore up. I love how he I love how he did this. No. My son actually did this whenever he watched it. He's like, it's just like that. He gets that from me. I just can't stop looking at him. Mm, mm, mm. That is like one hunk of a manly man and shit. For reals. You know, my mom thought his ass was ugly until he was like on Briscoe County Jr. And then he was like rocking that five o'clock shadow. And then she was like, okay, now I see a reason why you think he is like so fine. Like, seriously, no. Oh, he's getting an Oldsmobile. Shit, that Olds. I'm telling you, this damn Oldsmobile has been through a lot of hell. It hasn't been in New York with Uncle Ben. It has, like, traveled through time and space through a portal landing in medieval times in Army of Darkness. And this son of a bitch gonna hit this damn tree stump. And you know the radiator is not that bad off. You know what I'm saying? It's not that bad off. Because them cars back in the day, they were built with steel. Um, they're not these pieces of shit that's built with fiberglass and whatever, like lightweight plastics and stuff. But all that car need is a shade tree mechanic. And they be just right as rain. I'm telling you, that Oldsmobile is built to last. God dang. Damn. Motherfucker. Broke through the damn door. Shit. <laughs> I'm dead on this. I'm freaking dead. Shit. Damn evil. I don't even stare at things. He's chasing his ass all through this, like, damn little ass cabin. That's a big ass cabin for it to be that damn little, though. But then, like, the evil gonna be, like, obtuse and shit. Can't even find a motherfucker. Come on now. You supposed to be supernatural. You supposed to be, like, knowing some shit the hell you gonna lose a dude that's been running you've been you've been getting it you was almost on his ass and everything and then you're gonna like trail on back and shit man evil bullshit evil be on some bullshit just on some bull straight bullshit oh and this part right here well, it shows, like, the emotion that, like, Ash is, like, feeling, you know, whenever the piano is playing. Damn, I didn't even know it was up a damn fly on his ass, though. Man, I'm sitting up there. I'm telling you, I be noticing stuff, though. Like, the, like, he's hearing the piano that he was playing, you know, the little ditty that he was doing with Linda. Um, you know, he's just remembering her. And, you know, he just didn't have, like, really, like, a time to, like, grieve for her. I mean, come on now. Like, she turned into something he cannot explain. Um, then he had to knock her block off so she won't attack him. And then buries her. I'm telling you, that ground ain't ground. Ain't no smooth-ass dirt with it. It is some rocks. There she go. Oh, Lord. Okay, now, like, right in here, this is, like, where Linda is, like, you know, coming out of the grave. This is actually, like, a dream hallucination, you know, delusion that he's, um, having. 
which they're playing with him. I mean, they're trying to really, like, make him just go extremely crazy. Oh, now she want to say I want some pipe when she, like, sat her ass on that tree branch. And then she go to dancing. Now, this part right here, they kind of did, like, this when that motherfucker disappeared in the woods in the behind the tree but but that part right there is where the you had like the clash of the titans like claymation uh, special effects right there i mean i think they should have like kept it like in the same vein of like how they did linda and it did a whole bunch of stuff because like it was like really like oh my god you know it's very intense oh shit that's real scary and stuff but then like the whole linda part when she's coming out of the grave dancing it gets a bit comical because like it is some parts in here it is a little bit more comical and stuff i mean it's not as extremely comical like it was in army of darkness but um I think they should have I, I think they should have done a little bit better job. And then I was thinking like, damn, how did this girl dress? Got all decayed and stuff. I'm like, shit. The evil really did like <laughs> took clothes off. <laughs> Made her just look grimy and shit. And of course she's, you know, coming up to Ash through the windows and she grabs him and Busses his head against the plank. Oh, she's having so much fun. She kind of was kind of cock-blocking him a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, head falls off. There you go, sending him to the rocking chair. He had, like, that delusional dream. I mean, Bruce Campbell really... I mean, he, he made, like, Ash, like, very, like, realistic to where you just, like, man, I totally feel for this dude. I mean, you actually just, I mean, even though it's, like, a B-movie, there she is with the damn head and shit, falling into his lap. But, like, when he's, like, starting to crack, um, he's like, is this reality? Is this real? Uh, uh. And I'm going crazy. I just killed her. Um, seeing all this crazy stuff. Um, he really did, like, really amped up his, like, acting chops in these scenes. Um, especially with the whole, just, like... Because he actually carried this movie um, pretty much from, like, the six, like, minute mark until... I would say about when did like Annie and them actually showed up with Bobby Joe like he actually carried this pretty much like to like 35 minutes like that is some real good ass shit right that's some real good acting I mean, the dude had a person right there. You know, he had Linda. He killed her. You know, he's going crazy. He had to kill, re-kill her again. Then his hand gets possessed because Linda chomping on his hand like she king shark and stuff. And then he has to cut off his hand. Oh, man, that little damn hand right there. Um, 
the hand part i really really like um when he was like just breaking all the dishes and the cups and stuff like that over his head i mean you could do nothing but laugh but like like dang because it was different and um when sam raimi and you know started all of this and stuff he wanted something out of the box and evil dead and Evil Dead 2 are two movies that are like out of the box horror movies. Um, and, and just the whole monologue just for Bruce, just, you know, playing Ash, the character Ash, you know, just how you would like simply just like think about and and say, if I was in his shoes, I would act just like that. Maybe even crazier maybe even insane maybe you know you are sane and you just like oh i just killed my girlfriend because she was like possessed and everything ho ho hum ho ho hum you know okay like nothing didn't even happen but that's what makes like ash like so relatable to many people not just because um he was a regular guy working a forty thousand dollar annual job you know at s smart shop smart shop s smart but that he displayed lots of many um emotions of just about everything there's grief there's sadness there's hysterics there's delusion um there's anger i mean you know uh you know, uh, being scared, uh, having lots of fear. So, yeah. Let's go back to this again. I'm at the part where they, uh, you know, Annie and her uh, boyfriend, and then there's, like, Bobby Joe and her, like, nasty dude. That dude teeth be looking like, why does dude teeth and shit... You know what I'm saying? Because he was, like, trying to be all, like... Like, he trying to, like, slick up, slick somebody and stuff. You know, when Annie was like, oh, man, you got to get to this cabin. You know, my parents are up there. You know, she got the, like, the last couple of book, you know, leaflets of, like, the um, book. And then, you know, he thought he going to finesse her. But, like, Bobby Joe really was the one that was, like, a hater. Like, Bobby Joe is, like, a real-ass hater sitting there chewing on um, Big Red, you know, tobacco and stuff. You know, my grandpa used to chew Big Red. I'm like, bitch, I'm surprised you ain't even passed out from, like, putting that big old plug in there. And then the actress who played her, shit, I think she about, like, I think she did that first spit on the first take and stuff because it wasn't that damn perfect. And you know she wasn't chewing no damn tobacco like a pro anyways. But, yeah, he was trying to finesse on Annie and stuff. He thought he was slick, but he could stand another greasy. But, you know, they finally got there. And this is the part where, you know, they think, like, oh, my gosh, you know, this strange dude in the cabin with my parents. And he he murdered them. He murdered his girlfriend. Um, like, um, you know, like with Evil Dead, you can actually write a paper over, um, Evil Dead too with the character of Ash and the other people that has, like, come into play, um, into this, uh, the scene. Now, since Ash 
has finally accepted that, you know, of this responsibility, even though he did not want it, even though him and Linda started it, um, he has more people there. And now, you know, in reality, they see people see something like that. They like, okay, we're going to call the cops on this dude. Um, yada, yada, yada. But they throw him in the cellar. I'm like, how you going to throw a dude down in the cellar and everything? That's not rational. But these are adults, though. Sometimes adults not that are not very rational. I mean, rational at times. I hope you rock down there. Oh, now she finally like spits correctly, and I hate spit. I hate people that spit gross. How in the hell she gonna end up with that dude? That dude must got some good pipe or some with his greasy ass and them teeth and everything. And teeth look like they social distancing each other and shit. And he be killing me with this little ass outfit and stuff with them damn penny loafers and them them long ass like in a flood socks and shit. She's talking about shh, this my father talking. Nobody wasn't saying nothing. You hear that? She said shh. She was playing the tape. Then she said shh, that's my father talking. Nobody didn't say nothing. What you shushing for? She got a control problem. And I noticed that too. Like I noticed Annie has a damn control problem. You know what I'm saying? Y'all didn't notice that? Yeah, Annie do. But anyway, let's go back to it. To a Kandarian demon. A Kandarian demon. I like his little mullet too. It's not that bad. I dragged her downstairs. Where the fuck does rat come from? I buried her in the cellar. Up oh, here come shit. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm having heart attacks. The way how he screamed and shit, you swear on Crip, that was like a straight bitch right there. But anyway, we're gonna take a break and we're gonna hear from our sponsor because Henrietta don't bust out. She don't bust out of that bitch. Okay, I am back. Now, this is Ted Ramey who is playing. Henrietta, who has died, that has the Kandarian demon um, that has possessed her body and soul. Now, the makeup on this is really great. Really, really good. And I don't understand why they skimped on Linda's little rising up out of the grave dance and stuff. But then when Henrietta bust up on out of here, out of the fruit cellar, you know, earth, like a convict and everything, and hollering and shit, like old home dude off of the ghost of Mars. Oh, y'all remember that? Ah! This is like some really great 
special effects makeup. I mean, the ridges of like the decaying flesh, the holes in it. I mean, even the face, it has the, uh, you know, like it's very, uh, you know, ripped and stuff. I really like that, but I just don't understand why they uh, cheapen the special effects with Linda. But anyways, here we go. My fruit seller. Shit, Bobby Joe got them kick-ass boots down there. The fruit seller, Ted Raimi. Give him so many fucking props on this shit right here. Seriously. Man, if you don't get your social distancing teeth and open up that goddamn cellar door and shit. Oh, dumbass motherfucker. Man, Henrietta got some edema. You see that a lot with people in the nursing home whenever they have diabetes. So, shit. <laughs> that was pretty cool right there. Man. That was ass. Shit. Damn. Damn, I'm dead as hell. This Y'all, for real, my chest is hurting the way how Henrietta threw Ted's ass across the room and his big blockhead put a big ass hole in the wall through the picture. You talking about, like I said, be knocking pictures off the walls. That's exactly what's going on right now. This is where Henrietta is attacking everybody. Whoo, shit, boy. I'm crying i am dead ass crying there we go all right slip the door bam yep oh, you see the string where the eyeball lands into um bobby joe's mouth uh i don't even know why you had your mouth open like that as it is anyways you supposed to be chewing your tobacco though Like them chains gonna uh, uh, hold that shit down. Gonna be all like that. Y'all gonna be out there like that all night long and stuff. Lord have mercy. Well, I just like fast forwarded and stuff. Oh, really? That shit's funny though. Yeah, like Ash is letting y'all know. Like, I done been through this crap. And I'm trying to tell y'all, that's that same damn fly. Y'all ever watch this again? This damn fly is making his uh, film debut as an actor in this movie. That's the same damn fly that was on Ash about 20, 30 minutes ago. Oh shit, Ted done turning to like goddamn. 
Dead by dawn, dead by dawn. Tank got pretty ugly though. Me screaming. I did. My son used to say that all the time. Dead by dawn, dead by dawn. Just shit. He said, I'm gonna eat some hair. I'm gonna eat me. Mm, and tow the hair out of her head. Boy, I get tickled right there. Mm. That fool got like. <laughs> He's like, so bitch. And threw his ass up in that light bulb and broke it. Like, you should have like millions of concussions and cuts from hitting that light bulb. <laughs> this dude got like. Six rolls of like TV like a piranha. Oh, she he chopping the shit out of Ted's ass and stuff. Green ass blood. And this heifer just still hollering and shit. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, she keep hollering and shit. Shut the fuck up, hollering. You see what just happened? How is this fool still walking around with his social distancing his ass teeth with his greasy ass and stuff? Like, seriously, you hit a light bulb and you broke it. You should have, like, blood and, and, and everything happening and having five, ten thousand concussions. You should not even be awake at this moment. You know, there's Ash with that damn axe and that nub, you know. That's funny. That's funny. It's gone. Well, it ain't there no more. Just say it's gone. You know that man is like musty. He just looks like he just don't bathe for days. Like just straight up don't bathe. He just give like ashy like cheese dick to Bobby Joe. I guess, like, Bobby Joe picked him because that's the best that she can do. <laughs> oh, there it goes. Making all them sudden-ass noises and stuff. Now, I really, like, enjoy this part right here. It's, like, where... They're trying to, like, come through their dimension, like, really, really hard. I mean, they, like, capping, repping hard in this um part right here. And I love, like, how the camera is panning. It's making um all the furniture move. You have, like, all this distortion and weird, you know, train track sounds. I guess this is how wood sounds and everything whenever you hear something coming through another dimension. Of course it is, sir.
Man, it's like somebody knocking on the door. Man, if I hear some shit like that, I told you, you know, due to like my ethnicity and shit, you know, we actually run. We will be swimming through the water. We don't care about a bridge. Uh, we will, you know, belly dive roll um, through them rocks. Uh, we will be swimming for freedom and everything. Uh, and that's what we do. Oh, they still holding on tight and shit and everything. Boy, they be tickling me with this damn, what's that? The door done creaked open by itself, and I'm going to go check it out shit. Nobody don't check shit out. You just don't check it out. You just let it be. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, we got to, like, amp up the suspense in this. Then she going to bring out this old-timey uh Wild Wild West lantern and stuff. There's already plenty of light up in that bitch. Seriously. There's electricity there. You don't need a lantern. Oh, I, didn't, I never understood that part. That's part of it. I just never understood why the hell she got a damn one. And why are you holding on him? Because you just whooping his ass and shit. Alright. Now, we see Annie's father, who actually, that was the one that was coming into... Uh, into the part, like, his, you know, forcing himself to, like, talk to them, you know, give them some clues, let them know, like, hey, the pages and stuff that you have, Annie, that right there is going to be the key to, like, in all this nightmare. Save my soul. Save my soul. That's like with the projector and stuff. Bye bye. Hey. Oh shit, the hook on the fucking hand, bro. Baby, I ain't holding you. Baby, I ain't holding you. How you? And then this one, her dumb ass gonna run off in the motherfucking woods and shit like a dumb dumb. Hold on. Hold the phone. She gonna sit there and like, she gonna give like, here, and here's a hand. Bobby Joe done ran off. But I still like our boobs though. You know... When I seen her boots, I was like, man, I hope she get killed and not just have her boots. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you think of, like, about, like, how much of a hater Bobby Joe was, and then she seen the reality that this is some strange shit we don't walked into because we trying to be slicker than shit and trying to finesse Annie and Ted, you know, with this task of taking their bags up to the cabin. And, ooh, ooh, that is, like, so cool. Every time I, like, see this part right here, um, y'all remember Mortal Kombat 2? You know, the Forest of the Living Trees, that stage right there? I like how they did that right there. But that's what, I, like, Mortal Kombat came out, like, in 1992, 1993. So, that was pretty cool. Like, it's, like, it's kind of like that. But anyways, let's go ahead and, like, watch the rest. 
up, up. There we go. There we go again. There we go. Like we've seen in Evil Dead when they attacked Cheryl. Here come the vines. They are ripping her shit. You know, her blouse. I'm telling you, man. Evil don't give a damn. Evil do not give a damn whatsoever. Because... I don't even know why she's standing there. Damn. You know, that's like pretty cool. Because they use that same, uh, you know, special effect with Nightmare on Elm Street. Which one was like the Dream, not the Dream Warriors, but the one with Alice. Yeah, Alice in it and stuff. Uh, you know, when the boyfriend was, was, was stuck in that dream <laughs> repetitiveness with it and then freddy krueger got into it when he had that motor that motorcycle and all the wires got into his face and like you know piercing his skin oh that was pretty cool right there you know sometimes you can actually watch these movies that are like way way back and then when you see a you know a special effect in the newer movie you're like hey where i see that from it's a lot of from these lot of horror movies shit i'm gonna bust the ass up in that damn tree up oh, they broke the broke the track they broke the glass and they're getting the little sighted incantations and stuff and they're still looking for bobby joe Man, I been, like this is the part where they're walking through the woods and there's the trees. They're kind of moving. No trail. No trail. Where to now? Bobby Joe. Where y'all? Where are you, girl? Bobby Joe. Man, that dude front door is open with them social distancing chiclet teeth and shit. His musty ass. Go on and get his ass and everything. Just, just get him. Shut the fuck up. And see, that's the reason why I did not care like too much for this guy and stuff is because he's just an he's an imbecile. And even though they're like saying, "Hey, you know, quit hollering," because it, this shit is still out there. And he has a shotgun, and he hits Ash, and then he knocks Annie down. I'm like, dude, do you not realize what you just been through? You just got your ass, like, handed by a deadite, and, and, and you're, you went up into, like, a damn, you know, light bulb, and it should have, like, cut your head up. It just made you, like, straight up dumber than ever. And then you knocking down the people that can actually help you when you're in trouble, but you too much like of a moron because you weren't about fucking Bobby Joe. Bobby Joe is gone, you know, accept the loss, you know, try to like get yourself like out of this situation. But you know, that's the reason why his musty stinking ass got killed though. With his hollering ass shit, just dumb. Bye, Jack. Shut up. Oh, I wanted to just choke the shit out of him. 
this motherfucker needs some dental work and everything. He can go to one of those uh community health dentists and stuff, and they like do a sliding scale fee and shit on their income to get this motherfucking teeth fixed with his gross mustache. Hey, there we go, right there. Now that is so exciting, right there. God damn, about time. I mean, though Ash like did turn, you know, cause he still has a little bit of that in there. Boy, this boy's gonna fucking kill me right here. Screaming, screaming. <laughs> when he jumped up, bro, he like popped up like a jack in a box. I could not do nothing but freaking laugh, though. Dang, that is so funny. And why is she looks like she's constipated and scared at the same time when she's screaming. I mean, she's got nice teeth, though, but she looks very constipated. She kind of looks like a... Yeah, she looks kind of weird like that. But anyways. There you go, crib walking and shit. Girl, that damn dough is not gonna hold. I mean, come on now. That girl is not that damn strong. That girl is not that damn strong to hold that damn dough. Then she gonna pick up the scepter. This scepter looked like somebody just... Just made it. I mean, it's pretty cool, like the way how they designed it. I mean, and, and for it to be a B movie and stuff, but they actually um, did a really good job of designing the scepter. And she goes running through. Do, 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 do. Now she's scared. Alright, I mean, I had to, like, fast forward through that part and stuff. And, you know, Ashton, like, turned back, who you know, to himself. Because he had the locket, the glass necklace of Linda, which reminds him, you know, for him to come back to his man humanity and fight, you know, the evil and stuff. And, you know, seriousness, like... I'm telling you, Ash is like meant like very, very mentally strong. Um to like I mean, cause he's actually the only one out of like, you know, out of this to really like overcome it. Shit. Alright. Shit, he had to grab my ass. Grab your ass, girl. Shit, I'm alright. Boy, he tickled me right there. You know, she was trying to, like, chop him up and stuff. But for how long? She was like, for how long? No. Ain't no how long and stuff, though. Ain't no how long. Oh, boy. I love... Now, this right here is the most right. classic scene ever. All right. Shut up. You know, I can't, I can't get this shit all perfect and stuff. Y'all probably like, damn, she keep playing this part. All right, all right, all right. I'm all right. 
<sighs> it's gonna get to the good part. I can't wait till it gets to the good part. I can't wait till it gets to the good part. This is like the most legendary part in this movie. And this is what really triumphs Ash Williams. I mean, this have like really like set him so much apart from from everything that you ever know. There we go. We all up in that worksheet. We are up in this damn worksheet. He is working it though. I'm telling you though, this food park can make an atomic bomb or a nuclear weapon and everything. Hook it up, baby. There you go. There you go. Ooh, snap. I feel like I am 16 years old again. And I'm getting straight up ass horny on this part right here. And I'm still getting horny on this part. And I'm 43 years old. Get it, baby. Groovy. Groovy. You know, that's a man right there. That just... Mmm. Oh, Lord. Here come the trees. It's just moving out. It's just coming up out of the ropes. It's coming out of ropes. That is, like, the most, like, that was the most, like, exciting scene ever. Um, if y'all, like, remember when he, uh, when he cut his hand off with the chainsaw, I'm telling you, like, Ash is, like, like, has that glow, like, Bruce Leroy off of, uh, uh, you know, The Last Dragon was showing us somebody, Bruce Leroy, talking about catching bullets with his teeth. Do y'all see when Ash start up the chainsaw with his teeth? I'm like, well, I be damned. Bruce Leroy and Ash is about like on that same level. Starting chainsaws with, that takes a lot of talent right there. And did not even fuck up Nad chopper whatsoever i'm telling you ash is the man though let's get back to it all right they finna like go cut up old henrietta and stuff and everything so they're going down they're getting the pages because you know old, old dumbass and stuff through the pages down in my fruit cellar you know through the pages down in my fruit cellar that's a nasty fruit cellar that's all I gotta say with all these dusty ass pipes and shit. That is a big ass cabin, though. For real. Where all these gourds and stuff come from? They just drying out all gourds and stuff. Y'all ever have like gourds drying out? Like your grandparents have like gourds hanging up and they be drying out? Or like one of your great uncles and, and aunts and everything? Those are pretty cool to see dry gourds just hanging up by just for no reason at all. That's how, you know, that's how, just, just some straight country life right there. Alright. Oh, shit. Seriously, though? From, like, Henrietta, like, pulling Ash down like that, and that chainsaw then nick him upside his head. Man, he could have died right there, though. Annie, keep, keep on reading. Annie, you not Okay. Annie is not okay. She ain't gonna be okay in a little bit. I just all I gotta say, but Annie need to read them damn pages. 
and, 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 and stop and quit looking. Ash can take care of himself. This motherfucker done chopped his, like, girlfriend head off. He done buried her. He done been through a lot of shit. He done everything. And I need for you to read them pages and shit. That's the reason why uh your dead-ass mama got you. And she flying around like a home biscuit off a of dune and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Here come, here come my man. Here come my man. Come on, baby. Ooh, I love it. Not even there, but like um, Army of Dark Darkness is like, yo, she bitch. I was like, what? <laughs> I just love all this. I mean, you just cannot like really just not be tired of this movie. Straight up. Oh, there you go. I don't know where the monkey sound come from, but okay then. You just. Swallow your soul. My kids did that all the time when they were younger. I swallow your soul. I swallow your soul. It could be pitch black and they're supposed to be going to bed. Supposed to be asleep. Them little badasses. I swallow your soul. I swallow your soul. Shut up. Go to sleep. Swallow your soul. And they get the giggling. Kids are crazy. How did nursing rhyme just stop you right dead in your tracks like that? Slash, slash. Mm. Swallow this. Blow your ass away. That's where I say it's where you give the best head when you blow it off. Anyways, that was so corny of me. Oh man, he has like some sexy ass armpit hair too, though. Like that torn shirt, and then he had like the little, and he got that that nice like hairy chest meat though, that nice hair meat though. Damn, that shit's sexy as hell though. See. Now, now you see why I like really fell in love with this man and fell in love with this movie. Um, Annie, you gonna you need Annie is okay, okay? Annie is okay. Annie, you okay? You need to start reading them damn pages. Annie, no, she's not okay, cause she didn't, she didn't, she didn't stop. fresh. Here it comes. This is when all the shit. It's like hidden fan. The trees are mad. You know, they 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 them, them trees would demolish this whole ass house. You know what I'm saying? Read it, girl, Annie. Just read it and quit bullshitting. Just do it. Ooh. And then his hair turns white. That was like pretty cool though. Uh, then she gonna get her ass stabbed. 
actually the only one that I actually liked uh, other than um, Ash in this movie is Annie um, yeah Annie's pretty you know she has some control issues I mean but she was like really um, smart um, very clever I mean she finessed the hell out of Bobby Joe and her uh, ugly ass dude and you know she I mean and I see reason why she was like the last person of course she has to read the pages and everything you know for it the rest of the movie to like go about and everything but you know still she's like I mean I, I think I mean I think she's like a pretty uh cool character in this movie as it is anyways man it's like damn job of the hood looking ass thing then she gonna die and shit then you got like this like Freddy Krueger you know, whenever he had like all them souls, and they were like, y'all like open up his shirt and shit. Damn, got that fucker in the eyeball. Like he opened up his shirt and like all them like kids' souls and stuff like that coming out of his like chest. Like, oh, oh. it was like so weird. As you like, I, I as I said, damn, that looked like some Muppet Show shit right there with a tree. <laughs> Left out of the window. <laughs> Crap. Oh my God. But uh, well, there goes the kitchen sink. <laughs> Literally, there goes the kitchen sink. Just trying to get out. But you know, like I said, there's like a lot of special effects that you see in so many different movies. Um. It was like some of these are very influenced from um, Evil Dead 2 and Evil Dead. And that's no cap. <laughs> oh, stunts. I'm so ah. no. Well, Ash is going through the portal. And there's like Christmas lights, like we've seen on Stranger Things, you know, trying to get in touch with Will. Of course, he lands into the 13th century where he kills the gross little ass flying demon in the sky. The sky! No. 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 This is such a classic scene, man. This is such a classic fucking scene, man. I know he is not happy about this and shit, but like, come on, dude. Like, you're being worshipped. And that is the end of this movie. I'm glad y'all, um join me tonight with evil dead 2 as we were just playing and just going along and laughing and giggling at all of this shit from the movie but evil dead um it has like a lot of his merits uh you can see a lot of it in pop culture 
uh, you know, people just still, I was reading an article, like I was saying, um, a couple of podcasts, whenever we were doing evil, I believe it was Armory of Darkness or Evil Dead podcast, the last one before that, that, uh, this could, they said this one they're going to be doing it's really fresh you know they changed the whole storyline you still have the deadites and everything it doesn't have the influence of sam raimi and bruce campbell yada 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 and what it is is saying this like this is like the last attempt to like revive uh, the whole evil dead franchise and maybe i'm just being a little bit bias but i really don't want it to like end um one thing that i've noticed um like i'm a big you know star trek fan and star trek has been going on since like the 60s um evil dead has been going on since like 81 so it's 2021 now so it's 40 years um, like I said, just me just being biased about all of this and everything, um, I can actually see it going a little bit longer, maybe kind of like how like a little Star Trek thing. Now, I do notice a decline um, in Star Trek fandom um, because, you know, just different writers. I mean, you have the reboot of J.J. Uh, Abrams' Star Trek. Uh, those were pretty good and it's not basically like original canon of like how star trek uh star trek next generation you know you have voyager deep space nine and stuff but uh with this direction that they're doing though um i think they're like are kind of like making a mistake if they don't include like the input from bruce and sam and, of course, Ted, because I call him the Three Musketeers, though. You know, because they really did make this shit possible, though. It's been going on for 40 years. And I think they do need to, like, give, like, lots of great input and love, you know, with this um, different version of Evil Dead. And if if they really do that, I mean, I I, I know this will, like, continue on for, like, another... 20 years with the staying power of like Star Trek but um I went to a comic store and I was looking for Star Trek memo memorabilia I remember Star Trek memorabilia like you can just easily find it just like Doctor Who now um it's really like rare it's like they're in, in between of finding Star Trek memorabilia or anything Star Trek um, so, you I mean, you know, sometimes I think when people want to write something a little bit more fresh, but still have like the staying power of like how it's been going and stuff. Um, I think they just need to take like tidbits of how it worked, you know, understand the mechanics of it and then present us with a really fresh story where we still have the dead eyes. We still have the book of the dead, you know you know that going on but we're just fresher characters and you know and there's nothing wrong with seeing it from like different eyes but we still have like that same uh uh you know like that same fondness like we have like with ash 
um, in Evil Dead, the Evil Dead trilogies, Ash versus of Evil Dead, and all that. But that is going to conclude our podcast tonight. And thank you for like listening um, with me. I've had a great ass time. You know, you hear me talking shit about uh, Bobby Joe. <laughs> oh, ugly ass, stanky, musty dude. I bet he got cheese stick though for days. Man, that's, that's gross. <laughs> you know, I ain't got no motherfucker. I ain't got no sense, period. I don't have any sense. But I'll like. See y'all later on on the next podcast. Be given enough of another Bruce Campbell movie. And that is it for the Random Horror Show. Y'all have a good night.